Hello, everyone. Welcome to God, Sex, and Love. It's your girl, Miracle Sims. And tonight, we're going to have a good old chat about being hot and bothered. Or, in other words, a horny Christian. All right? So, if you are ready for this juicy conversation, then go ahead and grab your popcorn and uh, come on back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God, Sex, and Love. As you guys can see, I have an awesome panel of ladies and gentlemen here to join me with this conversation. Um, let me let you guys know who all we have here. We have Miss Denise Gilbert. Hello, Miss Denise. How you doing? Hello. Thank you for having me, Miracle. I'm so excited about tonight. Yes, ma'am. Me too. Me too. And then let's say uh, uh, we are re-welcome <laughs> to Regina Devers. I am doing awesome, Miracle. It is a pleasure to be back. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to the conversation. Yes, yes, you were missed, son. You were missed. And speaking of missed, I mean, we got to go ahead and shout out this guy right here, that Ron Yay Hawkins. Say hey. <laughs> What's going on, beautiful people? Ron Yay signing in. Hope everybody's doing well over there. And thank you for having me, Miracle. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to come back. Yes, sir. It's been a while, man. Missed y'all phone. Where y'all been? We'll talk about it later. And, then, <laughs> and last night, <laughs> look, he's been holding us down for the past few episodes. Mr. Rashawn Kusar. Uh, I'm about to see if I can call him something. Sorry about that. Rashawn Kusar, everybody. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Let's talk about sex. Hey! <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so, man, okay, so this is cool that we got, like, you know, two ladies and two men, you know, and me, you know, I'm okay, I'm a lady as well, but, you know, I'm, I'm moderating or whatever the case is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's cool that there's an even amount in regards to panel discussion. I'm excited about that. So, yeah, y'all, we're going to talk about sex. I was like, you know, this this was a interesting and important subject for me, you know, because I remember my single days struggling with this question as well as sometimes even now in my married days struggling with this question of what am I to do with, you know, uh, being horny, being uh, hot and bothered, uh, whatever you want to call it. And I know it's like two different conversations on both ends of the spectrum. Like, you know, it's a different conversation when you're single than versus when you're married. But I mean, if y'all have time, if y'all ready and willing, we can talk about all of it or however you want to do. But um, for the record, for the record, let's start off with statuses. Who, what, what is everyone's status on the line? Y'all know I'm married, so I'm on, I'm on the married side. Well, I'm single. Okay. Single. Okay. I am also single. Single. Okay. Single. Single Russia. I mean, and then Russia, you are? I was married. He's married. <laughs> 
So three singles, one man, uh, two married. All right, cool. All right, so just for the record. So um, where can where should we start, y'all? Like, how should we start this year? I mean, should we separate the conversations? What what are we feeling? Should we have a single conversation first and a married conversation? I don't know. It's just so many options. <laughs> I would say no. Just go ahead and uh, blend in the two together. You know, they do go cohesively. You know what I mean? Because eventually singles will turn into being married. So they just got to know what to do and how to do it and to navigate properly. Okay. Okay, Now, am I the only one that was single and horny? Well, uh, yeah, single and horny. <laughs> Definitely not. No, ma'am. <laughs> I'm still single and horny. So, <laughs> just saying, you know, this is about transparency. So, we're going to be transparent here and get right. some people some help because I'm still yeah. delivered. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, you know, when I say that, I mean in the context of, um, being able to have my high sex drive extinguished to a degree where I'm not like, oh my God, I need something else or that I need to substitute. Um, you know, for me, I, um, I have a friend of mine that has uh, told me that I need to go to Home Depot and Home Depot, you know, masturbation, not happening. I'm not doing a tease first and foremost. That's mm. going to make it worse for me, at least. I, I can just talk for myself. Um, oh. You know, I, I love God and what I what I don't want to do is defile my body anymore. Um, I understand that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that's why I am doing my best to stay abstinent because um having the gift of celibacy that that has not been bestowed upon me at all whatsoever so that okay so i'm gonna let somebody else talk because i can go on and on about me and how i'm feeling because i'm pretty sure that there are other people like who are single that are going to watch this and it's like wow you know there are other people that exist out here that are hot and bothered as we said earlier and honestly I'll even take it a step further. Um, some people will say, and, I, and I've heard this and it's been said to me, where it's like, well, God will take care of you. You know, God needs to be everything to you. Well, God is not a pair of legs that, you know what I'm saying? God is not a warm body that I'm sleeping next to. Now he will keep me until that time comes, but there is no replacement for that person laying in bed with you. God can't do that. It's just, I mean, for me, that's that's the no. God is my father, not my lover. That, okay, I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute. Like, honestly, I, I definitely, I was right, right there with you thinking the same thoughts, uh, literally, like all of that. Um, I mean, I guess there was one exception, which I mean, I, I didn't. I've been very transparent with God, sex, and love. That the podcast and this, that you know, my situation, unfortunately, 
long story short, I was introduced to sexual things at a young age. So being touched or kissed or whatever the case is at a young age, throughout life, I dealt with masturbation um, as a result of those things. And so, and I struggled with that too, because it was like, okay, well, should I, should I not? Like, uh, is this wrong? Is it, is it not? Like on one hand, it's like, well, this is helping me be a virgin. But then on the other hand, it's like, but something don't feel right or whatever the case is. So, so again, yeah, um, I, I'm there with you, I, I, you know, and I, like I said, I have a heart for single people and anybody that's going through that and, and don't want to be single um, and is struggling with that, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you and I totally understand. So, yeah, thank you for that transparency though. I appreciate that. My pleasure, um, just to like reiterate something. Now, I'm not saying that I've never masturbated. That That's something that has happened. Um, but I had to make a, it was like a, okay, feel good for this one moment. And then you wind up opening up a door that you can't close anytime mm -hmm. soon. And when yep. I took that door was open from the age of, okay, I can't think back that far, but put it this way. Um, mm -hmm. when I stopped doing that, I found that the door was closing quicker mm -hmm. and I didn't have to sit up here look looking at some dude like you know we got good looking guys on our panel and mm -hmm. i used to be the type that didn't care if he was married Ooh. that part because Ooh. i was a horny christian now i'm just hot and bothered <laughs> mm -hmm. wow. oh keep it real I absolutely love you. Can I just say that? <laughs> yeah, I love her too. She's awesome. I love you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> See all the love. It got that love, man. <laughs> so cool. I mean, any, anybody want to tag on to that? I mean, who else trying to be transparent tonight? Or are y'all are y'all too safe to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miracle, you a trip. You too funny. Somebody get her open mic, please. <laughs> um, I'm going to jump in. Um, thank you, Regina, for tagging on. I'm definitely going to tag on what she said as well, too. Um, for those of y'all who don't know me or kind of like I'm introducing myself as well, too. Um, I was introduced to, um, like what Miracle said, sexual matters at a very early age um, through different incidents. And then when I really started to get closer in my walk with God, and I had my healing journey going on for about four years now, a lot of different things began to connect for me spiritually because I wanted to know from God what is going on and why these triggers are starting to pop up. Um, just in case y'all don't know, I'm becoming certified as a mental health life coach as well. So these things I can talk to the men about and also for the ladies as well too, whether they are believers or non-believers, you know, it's, it's really spiritual things that are operating behind those doors and those different triggers. For me at the age of 10, I'm kind of like giving you a little fast track real quickly. 10 years old, I was touched inappropriately by my fourth grade teacher. Fast forward to that, 12 years old, I was introduced to pornography by childhood friends of mine um, during middle school. And their mom, who was a single mom, worked two jobs, 
the oldest son was watching over the baby boy, the brother. And I remember one day, like clockwork, we were going to school and usually the bus stop is right there on the corner and their house sits right there on the corner. Like we used to live in duplex and stuff at my mom's house. So my buddies and I, we would go over there and we would hang out before we jump on the school bus and head to school. Well, one particular morning, I go inside their house and literally to my right hand side as I'm going past the front door, I saw it on the screen, but just for a quick split second. But I knew in my spirit that something was wrong. This was off and I didn't like it. So I immediately backed out and I just stood outside. But the images in my head were still there. And then after that, a domino effect began to happen. Fast forward to that 15 years old. Now I'm in high school. I had um, one of my girlfriends, actually, her sister lived five duplexes down from my parents' house. Her older sister was about, I want to say, uh, late 20s, early 30s. Um, I'm going through the garage, hanging out with her one day. Her sister comes up and touches me inappropriately, not once, but twice. And then I told my friend, I said, listen, can you please tell your sister to stop doing that? So meanwhile, as I'm getting them to like, can you please stop doing that? Her man comes through the garage. He looks at me sideways and I'm like, this is not good. So the hairs on the back of my neck begin to stand up. Uh, one minute later, as he's going into the kitchen, he comes back out with a massive steak knife about this long getting ready to lunge at me, begin to stab me, try to stab me. So I had to run out of the house and get away from him as quickly as I could. Now, as I'm going through adolescence to young adulthood, college, and then onto adulthood, a lot of my friends, they would find their parents' stash of porn. You know, back in the day it was on VCRs, DVDs, things like that. So they had a little stash sitting on the side talented people, singers, songwriters, praise and worship leaders, ministers, bishops, pastors, you name it, going down the line. They all had that struggle across the board, okay? But, but the good thing about this now is that I believe that the people, especially within the black culture in regards of the church, and I'm not saying physical temple, I'm talking about like us as a community now, we're transparent now. We're beginning to like, let's really tackle this in a healthy perspective. And on top of that, my father really didn't introduce me to human sexuality on a healthy level for myself and for my brother, okay? And then on top of that, my father was also an elder in the church, but again, he still had some hood in him. So he really didn't approach it properly. And then his father wasn't really there for him growing up because my grandfather left them when he was nine years old. So there was a lot of absent uh, father figures, a lot of absent male role models that really didn't teach the young men like myself or my brother how to properly approach human sexuality or having contact with opposite sex the right way. So a lot of that struggle began to produce from my father's bloodline. And yeah, we had a high sexual drive as well too. So Regina, I do understand where you're coming from, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, also, you know, and I'm blessed to say that I am a virgin, still am a virgin at 42 years old, you know? Um, but that's by the grace of God. 
you know what I'm saying? I know people don't really believe that, you know what I mean? But like, I can just tell my story. That's pretty much it. And has it been crazy? Yeah, it's been extremely crazy. The times when I wasn't close to God and, you know, I'm very heavy in the arts and entertainment industry. You know, I dance, I choreograph, I acted all these different things. And at the time, when I was hanging in the club very, very heavy, like from Saturday to Sunday, me and my boys, we were kicking it. We were, you know, going off. And it wouldn't have been an issue for me to like talk to a female, blah, 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 you know what I mean? And, and just chit chat with her and just shoot the breeze, you know? So there was always opportunity, you know, especially to do the wrong thing. But the crazy part about it was that God was always there. The Holy Spirit was always there in my ear. He was like, yo, I'll never forget one night kicking it with this one female and simply being transparent. I'm gonna be all the way transparent, okay, y'all? So, um, one night, you know what I'm saying? We was hanging out at her house, whatever. Some things started to transpire. And then before I knew it, the Holy Spirit was in my ear. He was like, don't sleep with her. That's exactly what it said. It was like an automated voice just going off in my head. And not just one time, twice I heard this. And I just completely went. It went from hot and bothered to on ice. Very fast. Okay. So I was like, okay. I hear you, Lord, ain't that far away from me. So, and she looked at me crazy. She was like, what happened? What's going on? I was like, nah, baby girl, I can't do that. Can't do it. So got out of the house quickly. So that was just one of the many incidences that I had to deal with. And of course I dealt with masturbation and many other things as well too. And the deeper you begin to go through fasting and praying, same thing that Jesus said, you know, those are some of the principles that he taught us how to do it was to really just focusing on other important matters, things that are going to advance your relationship with God, advance your career, advance, you know, what I'm saying in different departments and to just solely wait on for the right person while you're working. Those have been some of the things that I've been doing for myself, you know, working out, working on my art, working on different matters, you know, what I'm saying and reading read as much as I can, you know, study and begin to apply those things that are going to help me to elevate me mentally and spiritually so that I don't have to really think about it so much. Has it been a process? Yes, it's been a process. Has it been hard? Yes, it's been very hard. So no matter how many times you fall in your face, you know, for me has always been my endurance. Like, you know what? I'm not going to quit. You know, quitting is not in my blood. So no matter how many times I fall, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to do it again. Try it again. Try it again. No matter how many times. So for me, you know, I would tell anybody, especially any um, young person as well, too, that struggle with it or any fellas as well, too. Like, look, you can get through it. I promise you it's going to be worth it on the other side, you know, because, um, yeah, God has blessed us with some beautiful eye candy on this planet beautiful especially my sisters beautiful okay amazing dark, dark chocolate caramel vanilla, whatever you know what i'm saying just across the board no make no difference it's beautiful but you just gotta just wait wait it out because you don't get you the right one i promise you because you gotta have somebody who is the equal or suitable for you they know exactly where you're coming from um, they know that 
you're on a mission, you have a vision on going somewhere. So you need somebody that's gonna be supportive to you as well. But again, um, this topic has not been talked about enough and I'm glad that it's now being talked about and how to properly unpack everything. So that means we gotta address the root issues and let's start implementing some new things into there as well. I'm gonna shut up now. Thank y'all so much, appreciate your time. <laughs> I mean, there you have it. There you have it. I mean, thank you so much for sharing your uh, testimony as well, Ronye. Uh, male perspective, you know what I'm saying? Um, not to call that, I mean, but hey, male virgin. I'm sorry I have to call that out because not to be, hopefully you don't feel ashamed of that. Uh, I think that's a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but people don't realize that it's possible. Like, I don't think people think when they think of men, they just think of, you know, horny, or they think of, you know, out here wilding or whatever the case is, they don't. So someone like you would probably be like what they call a unicorn to some people, you know? And so, um, yeah, man, I commend you on that. I know that's not an easy feat or, you know, uh, I know there were some people that wait to even kiss. And I, you know, when I found that out years ago, I was like, man, like, I'm, you know, more power to anybody that can, you know, do all of that. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Well, who's next? Who's next? We we'll wanna give y'all the opportunity to you know speak your mind now before we we get into stuff. Anybody? Nothing. Nothing. I definitely don't want to go after Mr. Hawkins because he definitely shut it down. <laughs> I just I just want to thank you, Miracle, for um you know, bringing up this topic. And, you know, I do believe it's quiet, um, as Mr. Hawkins was saying, when he comes into church. And yet we still have, you know, little Christians still running around year after year. So, I mean, <laughs> I think this is definitely <laughs> a topic that needs to be discussed and talked about. And I just wanted to say, you know, um, we're not given the guidelines on how to control and do it. We were just told, you know, pretty much don't have sex before you're married. And obviously that's that's not helping. So um, I'm just really excited about this conversation and the transparency that's transpiring here tonight. Um, and like Mr. Hawkins was saying, one of the, the major things is to, you know, find something to do in your time. And reading, reading is something that I definitely do all the time. And I just wanted to touch on that. When I was a teenager, I was sitting up there reading those Zane and Fly Girl books. And girl, <laughs> listen, ladies, if you're sitting over there listening to Trey songs, R. Kelly, Zane, Fly Girl books, all of those sex books, mm -hmm. um, you know, my spirit won't even allow me to uh, read those things now. Or even if I am reading a book, because I still read that. I read two books uh, between last night and today. Um, so I skip over any parts like that. So um, I just think it's very, um, you know, we need to watch out for our spirit and what we're feeding it. Cause uh, like Mr. Hawkins said, you know, we don't want to feed our spirit those things. Cause you know, it amps up uh, because we're not going to be able to flee the temptation. I mean, sex is everywhere. I mean, yeah. billboards, I mean, TV shows, books. I mean, it's, it's any and everywhere. We're a sexual uh, society. So um that's all I pretty much wanted to say. Definitely about those books, though. Um, that's, you know, books and the music we listen to, the TV shows we watch. All of this plays a factor in being able to fight um, that temptation. And the urges are healthy, too. You know what I mean? The urges are healthy. 
I don't want to lose those urges. You know what I mean? I, I don't want, I, I heard people praying again, telling God to erase those urges. I don't want to lose those urges. <laughs> I want those urges. I think it's a healthy thing. Um, you know, we just have to learn how to control it and, you know, put your mindset on something else. As Mr. Hawk was saying, he was working out, he's doing art and all these other things. So that's where you pretty much want to put your energy towards when those urges and things come up. Just find healthy ways to pretty much you know, try to calm it down, tame, tame that animal. So, <laughs> man, and you hit like so many points right there. It's like, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was one of them people to be like, man, especially, okay. Okay. Cause this might be a good transition into, uh, Rashawn out there, my fellow married man. Um, okay. So what happened was <laughs> in my single days, I was like, like I said, like Regina, like, you know, maybe even Ronye, you know, out here just like, struggling with this whole concept because again you're you know you're dealing with things in the past that you know you grow up doing and then trying to figure out what's right or wrong and then you're like well, I, well i'm not doing this so i'm not doing that so hey am i might you know finding loopholes or trying to right and then now i'm transitioning into the married life and sometimes i feel like i'm still going through the same stuff because uh i mean well i well, Standing to y'all that I ain't said to my husband, so here we go. <laughs> but basically, it's like we have different drives, or not even just that. I think it's more so because he's, you know, working breadwinner, working all the time, X, Y, and Z. So he's tired, and I'm over here like, I'm not tired. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I have prayed that prayer to be like, man, I don't get like why I like this. Because on, on one hand, when I thought back on it, I'm like, you know, maybe it just stems from my past. And so sometimes I'm wondering, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, do I need to go get some counseling about this or something? Because maybe I'm not supposed to be as, uh, with the high drive as much as I do have. Cause now, not to say again, cause now being married and, and feeling like, okay, well we may be, or maybe my driver seems to be higher or um, I'm like, well, what is the purpose then? If it's not for him to, you know, and for us, then it's like, then take it on Lord. Like, I don't, I don't need it. Like, um, so I prayed that prayer, you know, in both sides. You know, I prayed when I was single, like, Lord, please just take these phones away. And then I've also prayed it when I'm as, as married, because it's like, okay, I'm married and I'm still like just feeling like I'm in the same place. And so that's part, that's something that's been frustrating for me. Um, I don't know which side you're about to tap, um, tap into, uh, Rasha, whether you're going to be that single side or that married side. Come on in, bro. Like, you got to come help me right now. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely tap into the uh the marriage uh the married side, um, and I and I I I I'll, um, you know, kind of like piggyback on what you were saying, like how one one spouse would be ha have that drive, right, while the other spouse is like, ah, uh, you know, and and I, it's it's seasonal, right, like, cause I would have that drive. You know, and my wife like, boy, leave me alone. You know, <laughs> and then vice versa. You know, so I, I think it's um, I mean, it could it could be a good thing, it could be balanced. I mean, I, I I don't know, but I just know, you know, just to be real, like it happens, like it's it's seasonal. Um, for me, sometimes I, I you know I just don't want to be bothered or whatever. Um, but you know, going back to the the, the scripture, um, you know, where it was Paul was saying how your body your body is not your own, you know, like, um, husbands, you're, you're, you, you are to submit your body to your wife and vice versa. 
you know and so that's it's just a it's just a service you know when i'm not feeling it you know what i mean like you know let me serve my wife and and, and vice versa so um like so yeah i i definitely say like you know uh, it, it definitely happens you know for me anyway Right. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that, bro. Because you know, um, now I would say, like, when I've had conversations with other people that have high drives, and 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 our spouse may not have as high of a drive, and um, on one hand, I, I had one person that was like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't see any problem with X, Y, and Z," but then I'm like, and it's not that I don't, I don't necessarily think I have a problem either. You know, I, I don't think it's anything bad, but at the same time, I'm like. You know, it's frustrating. I just feel like it. It can end up being frustrating. So instead of being frustrated, I'd rather just be like, just you know, please take it away, Lord, or like, can I do something different, or whatever the case is. But I, I was telling the individual I was, um, I was talking to, I was like, you know, maybe it's for a reason that we marry people that seemingly have different drives than us, because you know, I've. It's more to life than just having sex. And you know what I mean? Like, absolutely, you know, so there's balance there. It's like, you know, I guess if there are two people with high drives, you just be doing it all the time. So obviously, you know, there's other things to do. <laughs> so that's probably why, you know, we marry spouses that are seemingly different or whatever. But, um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot. Huh? I said, nothing's wrong with you and nothing's wrong with everybody else out there. This is just a normal, healthy thing. There is no demon in you. There's nothing you need to pray away. <laughs> you know what I mean? God just made us as, you know, sexual beings. And, you know, um, Mr. Hawkins, you know, he he's never had sex. So he's not going to, he's going to still go through the temptations. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Hawkins. You're going to go through the temptations, but you can't really miss something that you've never, you know, indulged in pretty much. You know right. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but those of us that have, and, and some of us have, have more than a whole lot of others you know what i mean especially not being married um mm-hmm. so you're gonna crave 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 sex like regina you could join in on me you know you're gonna crave sex like you know a lot yeah you know, that you want yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna crave it a lot so i just want to say it's just it's nothing wrong with you you just have to put those urges to something else and the world has basically perverted you know what god has designed sex for you know mm-hmm. what i mean it, you know they literally just turned it god said wait till you marry they say go ahead and move in with your boyfriend to find out what the sex be like you know what i mean so they literally <laughs> turn, turn around <laughs> Everything, everything is the like yeah, yeah. And the world will tell you something, and you'll get comfortable in, in, in that. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just an ongoing battle. But it's nothing that you can't win, and it's nothing that you can't go to God about. Don't be afraid to go to talk to God about any and everything, even sex. God created you. God created you know us. You know the you know, all of that. He knows. He knows your body, your mind. He knows everything you're going through. So don't be afraid to you know go talk to God about those things. You know those urges. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. The one thing <laughs> that um, while actually while Raishan was talking um, and YouTube miracle is that and this is coming from me. You know I'm not married yet yet. so the thing that came to me is worship right 
when you worship, like real worship is uh, covenant. You're gonna worship with, you're gonna worship who or what you're in covenant with. So when you are ministering unto your husband or ministering unto your wife, that is a form of worship because you guys are in covenant with each other. Now, do I have a scriptural back, background for that? Absolutely not. It's just something that's revealed through the Holy Ghost and you know, I keep it moving. But I, I really do back with back what Denise said because nothing is wrong with you per se or even your husband it's just it is what it is and I think that what we have to be honest about whether single and that that individual is not a believer and they're dating a believer the believer has to be honest like listen I am not practicing um premarital sex well what is premarital sex oh i'm glad you asked see that's an opportunity for education Mm -hmm. um but a lot of times when you are an experienced um when you are a believer and you're experienced in that area you and maybe i can only i can only speak for myself right so even though i've been saved pretty much half my life I've been saved, but I was out there, right? Because of reasons dealing with rejection, neglect, abandonment. So I'm trying to find that something to fill this void that I can't explain what type of void it is, but I know that this feel good. So this must be it that I need to use to, you know, to fill that hole or whatever it is and not realizing, okay, yes, I need to have a better relationship with the Lord. I need to um, hone in on what my purpose is. Like we were talking about before we started, you know, being driven, purpose driven is way better. Whatever you feed the most is going to live. So if you feed your flesh more, it's going to live. If you feed your spirit more, it's going to live. But we have to make a conscious decision about that. And in church, we i'm so sick and, and i'm just gonna say it like this i'm so sick and tired of the it, it don't matter how old you are and you get people that tell you this and they're like well you know god to keep you yeah he will be kept if you want to be kept then the other thing is don't tell me something that used to work for you in 1950. this is 2021 like don't don't do that because that's not fair you have you have kids that are experiencing sex at a young age and having children at the age of nine and ten years old so what are you telling them mm-hmm. saying don't have sex before marriage don't even know what sex is yeah. so i need you to break that down for me and then when you saying don't have sex i need you to include does that mean oral sex does that mean what what does that mean can a female touch me and i'm another female can a male touch me and i'm a male is that mm-hmm. appropriate like break it down. Don't just go by these traditional uh, sayings that we have and then expect for people to understand it. Give people, a, a God gives us a way of escape, right? So why are we not doing that for each other? I'm not mm-hmm. just gonna tell you not to have sex and don't answer that phone call at two o'clock in the morning because you know it's a booty call. The freaks mm-hmm. don't come out at night, okay? <laughs> Live in witness of that. So. Mm-hmm. My my point is, is that if you're going to bring up the problem, also bring the solution. And mm-hmm. I want to jump in on what Regina said. 
And um, while you were talking, there was a scripture that came to my mind. And I've said this to several friends of mine who were dealing with um, dating issues, courtship issues, things like that. It's the Song of Solomon, chapter eight, verse four, where it says, daughters of Zion, do not wake up love before it's time. So that's for the men as well, too. And um, what comes to my mind is, is that in today's society, sex is used so loosely, it really bothers my spirit because my parents, and the reason why I haven't been on too much miracle is because my mother and father are getting ready to be separated right now. And it's been 50 years, hear me closely, 50 years, okay? So when you're talking about sexual issues, that is now at the bottom of the totem pole. Because now we're talking about spiritual matters, mental matters, emotional matters, these things are at a high priority, okay? Mm -hmm. What I mean, Ronye, what I mean by that is, is that we deal with society and the system that tells you, you know, sex is number one. Like people need to have that encounter all the time when your partner may not want that, right? Just like what Rashawn was talking about and what you were talking about, Miracle. Now, what do you do? When you allow that spirit or that issue to override your emotional intelligence and to sit down and to reason with that person or to sit down and have a really great conversation with them to get in depth on why they feel what they feel, that's a good time to where you need to start digging and finding out why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? And let's get down to the root of the matter. You respect your partner healthy, right? But at the same time, what steps are you doing so that y'all can come together on a level of intimacy? I know brothers right now that can't say a lick. They don't know how to communicate with the woman. They don't know how to talk to the woman. They're, they're not even open. They don't want to sit down and write a poem. They don't want to write a love song get creative, none of that stuff. And for me, like I said earlier in my conversation with y'all, my father was like that. Uh, my father had a struggle with knowing how to say I love you to my mother, um, do something nice, take her on vacation, you know what I'm saying? Take her outside of the States, those things. Cause you gotta keep putting some spice in there. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times it's not always going to be about the bedroom. really isn't. So you got to figure out other methods, other applications that you need to do with your partner. I am a fan and a lover of observation. I love to observe. So I'm from the old school, right? I'm still new school, but I got some old school in me as well, too, because I've been around my grandparents, you know what I'm saying, growing up, my uncles and stuff like that. So, you know, I learned from the OGs, as they say, in the hood. So I sit down and I watch and I observe and I pay attention to how relationships are. You know, those, those relationships that we hear about, the ones that hit 75 years, which we haven't heard in a long time, or 50 years, or 25 years. Oh, thank God, like we got somebody who's 25 year anniversary. I know a friend of mine, her and her husband, uh, they just hit 33 years last week. You know what I'm saying? So I wanna know like, what are y'all doing? I mean, like, what's really going on? How you keeping that spice 
in your in your marriage in your relationship you know what making you say like i still want to fight this thing out i want to work this thing out with you and i don't see nobody else but you like i said before think about it like this it's in scripture as well too david had over 700 wives and 600 something concubines now you can't tell me all the women gonna like that same man because they got a piece of him when they want the fullness and the whole pie <laughs> and the entirety of him, okay? That's going to be an issue right there by itself. You know what I mean? Even though he was the king of Israel at one point, but, but think about it. Put yourself in their shoes, you know? Um, we also had what the whole phrase was back in the day. What would Jesus do, right? So we got to think about that as well, too. Like, how would, you know, how would Yahshua approach this situation? What did he do? That's why if you read from Matthew all the way to Revelation, he always talked about the heart, but he also talked about things of dealing with fleeing away from sexual immorality, how you handle this and that. And they were wilding out back then. And the sad part is, is that the church, especially the black church, doesn't really talk about that. Tell me when I read and dig from myself, the stuff that they were doing when Paul was out there preaching the gospel, people in Rome, and other places, they were having orgies. They were having all kind of wild stuff going on. Uh, they were going both ways. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it wasn't really nothing new from what they were doing back then over 3,000 years ago to 2021. It's still the same spirit, y'all. It's still the same thing. So what are you telling me? And yes, again, back in what, what uh, Regina said, I have a cousin on my father's side. I was in high school. I was a junior. She was a senior. I found out that my cousin had her first kid at 12 years old. So what you telling me? You understand? So it's like, what is it that our parents and our parents' parents didn't apply to us as we were going through that coming of age stage? What's happening here? So that we don't repeat the same mistakes that they've done or what my aunts and uncles have done, or what my friends have done. They think it's okay to just, you know, um, I say play house with somebody, right? Like you playing house with somebody, think it's cool because you, you know, you're paying the bills, y'all going half and half on this, that, and the third, and think it's okay to do that. But it's like, nah. But in God's side, he's saying, like, no, nah, we're not doing that. If they understand that the male perspective and the female perspective, they're both divine entities made by God. And if anytime you come out of pocket with that, that means that you are out of balance with what God's word is saying, but also you're out of alignment, divine alignment with what God's word is saying as well too. So we're wrestling with both issues, but nobody's not sitting down with the people and telling them, listen, this is how we're supposed to do it. It don't matter what somebody else said, or you think just because your aunt said this to you that it's okay to do that, right? So how are we handling that? So we gotta come with a different situation. We got to come with a different approach. So I'm just saying all that to say that we have to figure out a way, especially looking at our parents and our grandparents so that we don't make the same mistakes or what our cousins did or what our family members have done. Like, look, it's okay. You had a kid. It's cool. Get up, do it again. Let's do it a different way now. Now I want you to respect yourself. I want you to love yourself. Take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Wait for the right person. Work on you. Like I tell my men, work on you. And then she'll come. 
don't worry about it. You know, don't put so much energy into that. Like, work on what you need to do for you so that you become the best version of what God created you to be. And then he'll find that somebody, he already got somebody for you anyway, sitting on the sidelines somewhere. They just doing their thing right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I got to say about that, y'all. Well, hey, I guess look, I'm a witness. I'm a witness, y'all. It can happen before you sing a post. <laughs> I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Y'all stories so many times, y'all. I mean, you know. Long story short, man, like I, I was always looking and I was always, um, but I would say the one thing that I did that I don't see many people doing, and I'm not trying to, no, no, to me, I'm just saying perhaps it's all for this purpose right here, for me sharing it with all of you, um, is that um, during my single days, um, maybe I could put God to the test, you know, the word was like, you know, hey, well, <laughs> The Bible verse or the, what the uh, pastor had said something along the lines of like, if you if you make your wants what God wants, then you're gonna get what you want. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm saying, all right, all right, I'm gonna make my want what you want, cause you know what I want. So we gonna, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna try this thing out and do, you know, in regards to like doing God's will, and then now all the other things are gonna be adding up to you type of thing. And so I was working on me at that time, like building that relationship with Christ and um all of that. And I mean just praying, praying for the you know the spouse, praying for, you know, I mean I know his name is Dario, but I ain't know now, you know, during that time I was like, whoever he is, like there was no example um around me at the time. So I'm like, you know, don't even start on me, y'all. Like, uh, we, we ain't gotta go that deep into it. We talking about the whole sex stuff. Let, let, let's stay with sex stuff. We're talking about dating and love <laughs> But <laughs> I'm just saying it was a whole process, basically. And I, I just took the time to just, like you said, work on me and be like, all right, what can I do differently about the situation? Because during that time, even though for a long time I wasn't having sex, but I was kind of like, foreplay and all that, right? Because it's like, it's not sex because, you know, the loopholes, the loopholes and stuff like that. I was trying to um, find the loopholes <laughs> and whatnot. But then I was like, okay, why are you like this, girl? Like, why are you fooling around? Why, you, you know, at the end of the day, this is not what you want, right? So why are you, and that's what made me go back and think and, you know, figure out like, okay, where did this come from? And then that's when I, you know, realized about my past and everything like that. I'm like, Okay, perhaps it stemmed from that. Now that I, you know, acknowledge that, now what, you know? And um, I think all of that got me to where I am now, honestly. Um, and perhaps, I mean, again, there's some purpose, like you said, perhaps there's nothing wrong with me. There's some purpose to all my hornets, but now we're having an open and honest conversation <laughs> as Christian folks <laughs> about this. And, um, you know, I hope that it helps uh, across the board, you know, to for people to hear this. So I appreciate each and every one of you all for, you know, everything that's fine. I don't know. I, I'm just, I just want to say that in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, no, look, Rashawn look like he interested to say something. What, what is it, Rashawn? What you got? What you got? Oh, I'm I'm just sitting back thinking. I'm just sitting back observing, like uh, the brother right Ryan right Ryan 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 Yeah, I'm just sitting back, just uh, just thinking about my singleness, and uh, 
but I think I, I really want to share more so from a, a, a just a, a married a, a married man and how you know horniness is still still an issue like you know I, I believe it's a myth out there um that you know once you once you're uh, married and I I want, I want to kind of like um talk about pornography real quick um and masturbation because it, that could be a myth that once you're married those problems will go away so like you know while you're single it's good to learn how to manage how to manage that 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 issue of 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 being horny not like like uh one of you guys said that you know being horny is not a, a bad thing but you need to learn how to kind of like direct that kind of like what brother said that um you know read read some books and and, and do all those things because over in the marriage side you know you get horny your spouse don't want to you know have sex or make love um and uh yeah you got you got a you got a cell phone um and it's late at night and so what do you do and um you know so that's what that's what i deal with now and um and so yeah th those same tips for the single people is i mean it's, it's the same over here you know I, I do i do a lot of reading as well um you know and whether it's working out or whatever i think it's you know still um still got to direct that towards something else because you will fall into to, uh, pornography and and that is a myth um and or you don't want to just step outside of your marriage you know which i believe looking at porn is stepping outside of your marriage but like mm -hmm. physically step outside of your marriage so um yeah be prepared to to still be horny and your, and your spouse not wanting to give it up um but also like to the the lack of drive i think yes i pray i pray for my me and my wife's uh sexual relationship um and also i look at what i can do like say like if i'm i'm, I'm lacking in that area of of, of this uh being driven um i look at my diet you know you can look at your diet and, and um you can look at uh you know should i should i be working out um or whatever um and, and being transparent with your spouse you know like transparency is just a beautiful thing and uh disciple if you got if you got good discipleship in your marriage yo 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 your spouse would know like okay let me serve my let me serve my baby you know what i mean and that's that's uh something that you know i we try to practice in our marriages you know it's just a service you know so i don't i don't fall into um you know looking at porn or stepping outside of my marriage and that's another thing me communicating that with my wife like they i struggle with this uh you know looking at porn and so may you hope may you hold me accountable you know um because you know it's, it's time where you, you just don't want to you don't want to have sex with me and or you know you may be gone you, you know you may be going grocery shopping and i got to drive you know so just accountability uh i think it's is very important transparency and accountability is important on the marriage side and uh yeah that drive is still going to be there and we want to be overcomers um as married people and not opening up those doors because you know i've opened up those doors and it it it, it doesn't end well you know so um so yeah i mean stay vigilant you know learn to master that thing before you get married because you don't want to take that in, in your into your marriage um because marriage is a beautiful thing it, it, i mean it's very beautiful and and uh 
yeah so less baggage more fun you know i would say so so yeah i guess i'm just gonna stick on the marriage side I, as, as a single person um yeah i i can't really remember but i'm just gonna stick over here let, let the single people <laughs> but i did i did you know what you know uh miracle when you was talking about your you know your husband whatever um you know about the little drive thing i just thought about that the whole that that could be i believe it could be fixed you know if that's something that he desires you know like Mm -hmm. changes eating habits his his diet and and probably work out or whatever and that drive may match match yours or or go beyond yours and you might be like boy get off me boy Um, (laughs) you, you never know so, I want to, I wanted to piggyback off of what Rashawn said. I think it's really amazing. It really is. Uh, just let me just jump in real quick, real quick. Thank you, Rashawn, for being transparent on that. So it was amazing. So while you were talking, um, I remember uh, this video from Dr. Miles Monroe. Feel free to look it up on YouTube. I, I watch a lot of these segments and stuff. Real amazing brother. Um, but he was talking about those levels of intimacy as well. And it had me to a place of reflecting on it. And I actually personally, like I say, you know, since I deal with mental health a lot more and more within the last three to four years, it got me to the place of where, you know, even as I'm working out, whatever, if I go for my run, do my cardio, get my workout in, do my calisthenics and stuff like that, um, he's in my ear, you know what I'm saying? I have my earphones on and everything and I'm just like zoned out and I'm listening to the word. And he was talking about how, you know, dealing with those sexual issues and, you know, with the men, we're driven off of physicality. And then the females, they're driven off of the emotional side of it. And I'm thankful that my mother brought this to my attention when I was a kid, because it was always about focusing on the mental and the emotional, especially within that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because the physical is going to you know it's already going to be there. However, if you focus more and more on the mental, the emotional, and of course, more importantly, the spiritual side within your spouse or within your partner, et cetera, you know, you're going to get to come to that place where I believe you're going to be on that same level and same frequency as well, because you're going to be more in depth with them. Um, but Dr. Miles Monroe talked about this a lot and I'm very thankful that he did because he shows different steps of how um, you are able to conquer that that thing that's trying to feed your flesh right because the Bible talks about this a lot as well um, what came to my mind was about um, Father help me um the scripture that says, seek those, seek those things which are above. So it's something that's out of your zone. So you want to keep looking up and not looking on things that are earthly. Or a lot of times, you know, like I said before, you know, I was exposed to pornography, right? So I even struggled with it as well, too. And what I come to realize is, is that it's really an illusion. And we know that Lucifer is the father of illusion and lies. And, you know, uh, your wife, you know, I think... Also, I'm going to plug in on this as well, too. Um, Also, in today's society, they want the women to be like an AKA porn star, you know what I'm saying, type of personality and things like that. We know that all women ain't like that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you appreciate what you have 
at home and be thankful for it. Because again, it's all about the illusion, right? So you gotta kill the illusion from the situation. I know there are different apps to your phone, like Covenant Eyes. Um, there's several others that are like faith-based. Um, there's a website called fightthedrug.com, I think it is, feel free to look it up, you can Google it. Uh, fightthedrug.com, it has like tons and tons of stories of people who have overcome, who have dealt with pornography, things like that, and how it actually destroyed a lot of their relationships, friends, family, potential, um, partnerships, marriages, things like that. Yes, Denise, thank you, fightthedrug.com. Um, also, I know you asked me something earlier, um, Dr. Miles Monroe, um, you spell that M-Y-L-E-S-M-U-N-R-O-E, Dr. Miles Monroe, feel free to look him up. He talks about everything across the board from a biblical perspective, sex, uh, marriage, singleness, men and women. I mean, phenomenal teacher, phenomenal, phenomenal teacher. We don't need people to be preaching. We need people to be teaching people, okay? That's the main thing. We need education. We need background so that we know how to fight the enemy on, on, on many levels. But um, Terry Crews, love Terry Crews. Terry Crews talks about this as well, that he had a pornography issue and he was getting ready to lose his wife. And his wife is gorgeous. She's an amazing woman. Very, she's a strong believer, everything. And they talked about it like publicly about his issue with pornography and how he went to counseling. He went to go get help and all those things. And he asked himself questions like, why am I doing this? Where is it coming from? And we don't ask those correct and proper questions. We're always gonna be like that hamster on the cage in the wheel, constantly going around and around and around like a dog chasing his tail, but ain't going nowhere, right? So I just say all that to say like, um, thank you again for being transparent with that because I think more and more people need to know how to confront the issue and to let them know that, hey man, this this is a lot, what we're watching, like, but what are they doing? People are destroying their bodies, you know, um, women are doing plastic surgery, you know, from their lips to their breasts to their butt, everything, they're like modifying their body to what the same body that God gave them. You wanna have a nice body, go work out, you know what I'm saying? Like, go work out. Um, do, do a diet, go on a fast, you know what I'm saying? Um, switch out, you know what I mean? Do more more vegetables, more fruit, more grain, whatever the case may be. What works for you works for you, you know? And, and even for your libido, they got tons of stuff that's on a natural level. I Look, I done done some research myself and I'm like, how y'all find this stuff? This is crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me go get some goat weed. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what did you say? But it's it's crazy to what you can find. And like I tell people, because I'm, I'm a really big advocate of health and fitness, but also with um, the food that we eat as well. God placed everything in the earth to get you what you need, man. Like for real, it's, it's, it's phenomenal at, at what you can find. But again, I'm glad that we're having these conversations and talking about this stuff because it's very, very necessary to come in uh, into your relationship that God has blessed you with on a healthy level. Cause that's, that's my aim and my goal is to have a, a holistic relationship with the person that God designed for me. So in all aspects and to be transparent and to, as I like to say, unpack those issues, you know, you have uh, you know, an amazing wife that, that you say, Hey babe, look, I'm, I'm dealing with this. Let's sit down and talk about this, be transparent with them and, you know, 
have that accountability. That's always great. I, I can never ever like doubt the fact of having accountability partner is amazing, even for your singleness, even in going into your marriage and all that stuff. Like I'm, I'm grateful for having accountability partners. Like I got some buddies that I can call and be like, hey man, look, I got this going on right now. I need you to pray for me because <laughs> the struggle is real. Struggling is real, struggling is real, for real, like, but when you have a good solid foundation, you have a good team of people that actually care about you, that's the best thing there is, like, hands down. Amen, amen, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, uh, I can think that's the, the one thing, that's why I say, uh, I know I joke about it all the time, but um, I'm talking about all this to you all because, I mean, me and my husband have had these conversations too, you know, and, um, you know, I'm over here like, okay, so I'm trying to explain myself or this is what I think I figured out about me or and things like that. And um, even Valentine's Day, we had a, a good old conversation. Um, I was talking to y'all about the conversation. So we had a good old conversation. <laughs> and it helped me get some understanding that, like, even there were some things I was trying to explain to him, but... I was starting to see that, okay, I think I'm saying this in the wrong way. Let me tell you what I'm actually trying to say versus what I'm trying to like sugarcoat and try to like sneak in there what I'm trying to say like in like a cute way. It's like, nah, let me tell you what I'm actually wanting right here. Like that, that's what I'm actually trying to do, you know? So, um, but yeah, I think that I think that's important, yeah, being open and honest. I mean, um, I feel like I'm an open book and he's just like, sometimes, um, I think he just kind of takes me out here. Like, I don't know, like, if he, um, is, sometimes I wonder if he's as open. Um, that's a whole other conversation, y'all. We ain't gotta, you know, get into it. But what I'm saying is, yeah, that communication thing is definitely important. And, um, I, you know, I'm doing my best to be that open book and, you know, keep the communication going and letting my feelings be known. And so, because I, I, that's my thing. I definitely don't want, anything to come into the rela uh, relationship to, um, you know, make either one of us look another way or something, you know? Um, and I feel like knowing what the word says about like, you know, being with your spouse in that way and things, it's just like, okay, well, obviously this is something that is important because it was in the word of God, one, <laughs> like, don't deny your spouse. Like the only time y'all should be, you know, is like for prayer or whatnot, but then after that, come on back together, you know? So, um, you know, so it's just one of those things that like, I think, well, we, we talked about it in the previous episode, like, you know, it's probably like the first episode, if I'm not mistaken, like the importance of sex and marriage. So, um, yeah, I mean, either side, you know? Miracle. Before you close out, I just want y'all to uh, uh, touch on the downhill of doing things out of God's will, because I know we tend to overlook those things. I met, a, a, I actually interviewed a lady today. Mm -hmm. He cheated on every guy that she was with in clue of years. And her, her child, her last child wasn't his. Um, so she, and actually her daughter, I know Mr. Harkins was speaking on generational curses and things of that nature. Um, her daughter seen what she was doing, but she had not had a conversation with her daughter on those things. And her daughter actually is having, she stepped outside of her marriage and is now having a baby from another man. So, and, and she was very transparent, open and honest with us mm -hmm. today. 
um, on in my Let's Be Clear group, uh, Miracle. And um, so that just not being open and honest and, and you don't even realize what you're doing um, affects your children and your children's children. And I mean, it's STDs and it's all kind of things that could be, uh, you know, your health is at risk. And I mean, the, the it's, it's just beyond crazy, you know, cervical cancer, HPV is all kind of things, you know, I don't mean to bring up this mm-hmm. stuff, but um, it's real. Yeah. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. That was something I wanted to um, touch on. Actually, the well, in regards to being single, like uh, I know we say all the time, "Don't have sex, don't have sex." And I mean, I know there's some some of you can speak from the if you have, and some can speak from you can speak from that you haven't. So, like, I guess if we talk about that part real quick, on both, both sides, like, what what do you see as the benefit of not having sex before marriage? single people like I, well I'll just say okay I just thought out when I was single um you know um I mean I definitely like when I look back on I would tell anybody in the scene, if they haven't had sex I would definitely tell them not to open that door just like everybody was saying about pornography and all that stuff like don't open that door because um it's an ongoing struggle like you know mm-hmm. and, and this is the sin that's directly dealing with our bodies right so Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, so that's why I think, like, one of the important reasons to not, you know, to, to follow what God said versus what we're trying to do. Well, mm-hmm. um, for me, uh, speaking as a an individual who has had that struggle for years, and praise God, I do not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the best benefit outside of you know the st is actually stis now it's not stds but um and not catching something that you can't absolutely get rid of period is the fact that you don't have soul ties although you can have soul ties emotionally and you know through conversations and different things like that but you are not connected physically you're not married to somebody in the spirit that you shouldn't have never been married to like when jesus said to that woman at the well well yeah and the one you're with is not your husband either you know uh, we don't think about those things because it's not it's not talked about it's really hush hush right yeah. Yeah, we're responsible to go and read our word we're responsible for those of us who have a relationship with the lord you know we're responsible for uh watering or maintaining that relationship but the truth <laughs> is, is that when we hook up with somebody and let's say they are another believer but still that is not the person that you're in covenant with in the physical realm and what it does is it leads to mental instability it leads to emotional problems it leads to uh, a root of anger and bitterness and all these things and you wondering why you feeling the way you feeling and it's because uh-huh. you slept with somebody that don't even know who they are so now you're attached to that and now you have an issue thinking that oh i don't know who i am i don't know what's going on within me but the truth of the matter is is that you've hooked up with somebody who you never should have hooked up with so now you got to go through this whole process to divorce the spiritual soul ties that you have with people so you can be pure so you can 
walk in the way that you need to walk. So you can think the way that you need to think and you can actually be identified with your purpose as opposed to somebody else's purpose, which was basically to get you to lay in bed and that was it. Because you don't know that they're tied to. You don't know that their bloodline is full of people who were promiscuous, full, it could have been witchcraft in their bloodline. You don't know. Yeah. So that's what I would say the benefits are. Or the benefits. I gotta jump on that. I gotta jump behind you, Regina. Oh, <laughs> girl, let me cash out you this blessing. <laughs> Shadow. <laughs> yeah, come on now. Yes, yes, yes. That was beautiful. I love that. Um, very quickly, um, I wanted to piggyback off of what you said, and that was just absolutely brilliant. And for me, um when I look back over the different events that happened in my life, especially encountering different women, um, I know that God was looking after me and he was keeping me from a lot of different dangerous situations. And it's been amazing looking back at him like God's grace is definitely sufficient. Like I can't play with it for real. Um, one situation that comes to my mind, I look back on it was, um, and again, for those y'all who don't know, I am a spoken word artist. I love poetry, poetry is my first love. So, um, when I was on the circuit in Orlando, um, I had friends of mine and, and every Sunday night we would go to this spot called Lua Loa's. It was like a soul food restaurant and we did poetry, they sang, they had a full out band, the whole nine yard, right? So um, my friend had a friend and they were dancing in the same dance crew together at one point. And um, I had a little interest in the young lady. So her and I, we had started talking. And then one night, I said, hey, let's go get a bite to eat. She's like, all right, cool. But before we do that, I need to talk to you about something. So I was like, all right, that's cool, no problem. So, you know, we had met up halfway and then we sat down, started talking. And then she began to tell me the backdrop to her story. So come to find out, she was she actually had contracted, um, it wasn't HIV, it was um, herpes, herpes simplex. Uh, from a young man in college who she was dating with at the time. So she found it in her heart to let me know up front, like, listen, before we move forward with this, I don't want to break you. This is what's going on with me physically. So mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't want you to even entertain it at all whatsoever. So I was like, you know what? I respect you for that. I appreciate you for even saying that to me because you didn't have to do it. So thank you for that. So that was one thing that really brought back to my mind of how God was looking out for me in that perspective. But also going back to what Regina said about soul ties and about generational curses and things like that. And I know for sure and for certain, I know for me personally, I can't speak for nobody else, but I know that I am designated in my family bloodline to break a lot of generational curses. My mom's side and on my father's side as well too. And like I said, um, Going back through reflecting and the Holy Spirit brought to my attention a very great statement that I use all the time now. It's one of my taglines. Reflection produces revelation, okay? So reflection, when you're in the midst of reflecting, the Holy Spirit will bring back everything that happened to you in your childhood since you begin to ask those deep questions. And that's what happened for me because my father's side, like I said, they had a very high sex drive, very promiscuous. A lot of my aunts were very promiscuous at a very young age, started getting kids at 14, 15, 16 years old, et cetera. My mother's side of the family, we had a lot of uncles that were just pedophiles. You straight up, 
pedophiles and also very promiscuous as well. Um, one of my uncles who was a gospel singer, they had a group and everything, quartet called the Golden Airs. They've been performing for like over 60 something years plus, been on the House of Blues stage, all this stuff. But my uncle who was the lead singer, this man had over 30 children out of wedlock. Mm. 30 children out of wedlock. I'm gonna say it again, three, zero. 30 children out of wedlock, okay? I would say for me, because I never had sex. The benefit of it is this, especially in the spiritual area. The thing that really helped me to realize and to be thankful was that it helped me to observe and gave me insight and gave me discernment on who should I deal with and who should I not deal with. And then also clearly for me, it was, I wanted to hear the voice of God. I wanted to hear the Holy Spirit speak. And when I know that it's you and you let me know that it's the real thing, I'm not gonna fool with it. I'm not gonna override it. Cause sometimes we do that. We'll override it, we'll ignore it. We'll be like, nah, you're just playing. Stop playing. But like for real, for real, like God be trying to keep us from crazy stuff. And sometimes we just dive in deep head first. That's just what it is. And when I look back over it, I'm like, yo, you really was lying to look out for me. And then I've had friends that would try to come at me one way or try to come at me another way. I'm like, nah, that's not what I'm trying to do. You know, like I had to set a standard. And I think also when it comes to mental health, especially for black men and women, we have not been given permission to say it's okay to have boundaries around us. Now, I even think sometimes in marriages as well too, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, I know that I ain't feeling it right now, whatever, it's cool. We gotta respect that, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing for singles as well too. It's like, hey, look, I have certain boundaries that I'm setting up for myself as well so that those triggers don't come, you know, and try to like grab on and, and, you know, try to get a hold of me. But then also you're dealing with, you know, again, soul ties and those different connections because I'm thankful that I have that ability now to pick up on a person in the spirit. Are you really saying who you say you are? Because I'm not looking at it from like just a physical perspective. I'm like, I don't care about your credit score. I don't care nothing about none of that stuff. Like, I want to know what's going on in your bloodline. Like three, four, five generations back. That's what I'm looking at because that's the thing that freaks me out. Honestly, it does. I, don't, I, I never hooked up with anybody, you know what I'm saying, y'all? But like, that's the thing that really terrifies me personally. It's like, who am I connecting to? What am I plugging into? Is it the right thing? You know what I'm saying? Or is it the wrong thing? And then I got to go and fight this situation to get it off me. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of questions that we need to start asking ourselves with that. And then also just, you know, talking to different people. Like, yeah, you might have a certain interest at heart, but is it the right interest? You know what I mean? Like, is this the thing that God said is okay? You know, is it cool? But if it's not, then it's like, you'll know it. Because I think also before the marriage comes, you know, we ask those questions. Do you see the red flags? Do you see those triggers? Is that person really supporting you in what you're doing? More than just the beyond sex sex part, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, I think that sex is just like, um, 
it's the icing on the cake. It's the icing on the cake, right? But I think everybody wants the icing, but no, but don't nobody want to build the cake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put so you better so say I that. I think that's an issue. That's an issue. Everybody wants the icing because the icing is good, right? But nobody wants to sit down, take the time to build a really amazing cake. I'm talking about the the, the batter and all that stuff, the ingredients and everything. And, and marriage is just like that. I believe personally, because the more I've been observing, especially with my parents and my grandparents and stuff like that, when they were here, what ingredients are you putting into the actual cake? You know, what, what's really in it? What's gonna make it rise? What's gonna make it work? You know, are you putting oil in that pan? You know what I mean? So I think a lot of times people tend to, um, they look at the glitter of the gold but then they get closer to it. They're like, wait a minute, that's fool's gold. You know, it's not what you think it is because you didn't want to take the time out to get to know the person. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, so that's what I got to say about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, I feel like there's definitely been a lot of information to hopefully help people on whatever aspect they're on, whether you're single or married, hopefully you know a little bit more now to do when you're horny. <laughs> uh -uh. There's no time to get my nails done. Oh, I know. I went to unwindselfcare.com and got my 100% nail polish strips. Thanks, Unwind Self-Care. All right, you all, welcome back to God, Sex, and Love, this hot and steamy conversation about what to do uh, when you're horny. <laughs> um... So panelists and friends, so final thoughts. You can talk to the singles or the or the married, whoever you want to talk to. What to do when you're horny? What's your final thoughts? Who wants to start it off? I start. Go ahead. <laughs> do not feel condemned. It's okay. Breathe. <laughs> um so I, I was I would say that. Like that that'd be probably my only thing because I know um I know uh you know Ryan he he had some points earlier that I want him to kinda like you know share. Remind the people. Yeah. That's a good one. Don't feel condemned. Anybody, anybody else? Who ready? Who ready? Oh me? Get one? Well, I think I gave mine. <laughs> <laughs> especially with, with your spouse communicate with your spouse your desires and whatnot <laughs> I'll say feed your feed your spirit not your flesh mm. that's what I'm saying that's for the singles <laughs> who got this who got this Let Regina go. <laughs> um, I would say my final thought is to have someone in your life, 
like a, an accountability partner that you can call and be honest with when you're having those moments of, yo, I'm about to go over this dude house. I'm about to go over this female house. Um, and we about to, you know, um, I guess the better way, if, if you don't do the accountability partner is to have boundaries. Something that um, I believe Ranye stated earlier, you know, yes. it's okay to have those boundaries and those boundaries with that, um, you have standards. So this, other than that, I really, I don't know what else to say because that's pretty much what I'm doing. I have to have boundaries and I have to maintain my standards. We show people how to treat us by the way that we treat ourselves. <laughs> Beautiful. Last but not least, last but not least, Ryan, what you got for us, man? Final thoughts. <laughs> um, my final thoughts are to my brothers and to my sisters. Take your time. Take your time. I'm gonna say that again. Take your time. Stop rushing through everything, especially through this thing called love. And know the difference between lust and love and where is it derived from, okay? Um, be patient, wait on God while you're working. Work on yourself, become the best version that God has called you to be. Also, please address those triggers and, and unpack. And don't be afraid to tell that person who you're interested in like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some things. I'm gonna work on myself first, if that's all right with you. And be open about it. Be candid about it. You know, because if that person truly loves you, they'll be there for you, um, hand in hand to the very end, and they'll be willing to work with you during that process. And they'll be willing to work on themselves too, while you do that. So please do that. Never, never dismiss God within the equation. Don't do that because without God, can't do nothing. I'm gonna let you know that right now and everything. And start aiming for things in the spirit and also for the mental, okay? Because you're gonna need that at the very end of the day. You know, there's a scripture that talks about, um, you know, I think it's over in um, First Peter where it talks about the flower and how the flower is there for a short period of time, but eventually it'll start to wither away. In other words, you see the beauty of it, but at the same time, uh, it will fade eventually. So it reminds me of a person, you know, you see the outer beauty, right? And it's beautiful and everything like that. But once it fades very shortly, what do you have left at the end of the day? What's gonna make you stick together, right? With that person, you know, communicate, understand what true intimacy is, understand that. So when you begin to fully understand what true intimacy is and the definition behind it, I believe that you can be able to connect with your, with that partner, that potential partner that God has for you and that it transcends beyond SEX. Thank you. Well, all of you all, I thank you so, so much for joining me for this conversation. I mean, obviously here on God, Sex, and Love, there's probably gonna be many more conversations about a uh, good old sex but <laughs> um i appreciate you guys for joining me for this conversation tonight thank you so so much
so much for watching God, Sex, and Love. And thank you so much to the panel for joining me for this conversation that has been near and dear to my heart for some years. I hope that it encouraged you and inspires you on your walk with Christ. And uh, yeah, I just hope that you all are, you know, encouraged by all of the transparency that was shared here tonight. Thank you so much for watching. Good night. to get my nails done. Oh, I know. I went to unwindselfcare.com and got my 100% nail polish strips. Thanks, Unwind Self Care.